fuck are you? Cocksucker! We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. the USA. USA. I remember when that would come on the radio. I just wanted to jump out a window. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad one. So it sucks. No, it was just simple. No gypsies, tramps, and thieves. So. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Timothy. Timothy. Yep. Timothy Spokane. Nope. 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 No, thank you. No, okay. what, Timothy, where did you go? Oh, wait, you're in my poop <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, there's some of them there. Oh, there's some <laughs> yeah. over there, too. You know that one, don't you? With yep. the coal mine or the gold mine, some kind of mine. Uh, yeah, it's some kind of mine. Sadness mine. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't really get into what kind of mine it is. It's mining misery. Yeah, it's one of those mines where you just get trapped in and have to eat one it's of the people. Like or a, a burrow. Some uh, what precursor to the Soul Asylum song. Like yeah. Frustrated Incorporated. Like, you know, we make misery. They used to have to mine the misery instead of just making it. <laughs> but then with the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, you could just make it now. Now we have just e-misery. Small now batch. we just recycle it. <laughs> <laughs> 5G misery. <laughs> Pipe directly to your hands. Yep. <laughs> you used to have to actually go and turn on a computer to get that kind of misery. Yep. Not today, my friend. Now it's straight to your mobile device. <laughs> All right, that's that's well, enough of that. Weird, weird enough. Cold open. Holy fuck! You planning on stabbing a deer? Yep. Okay. Jesus. Just in case one tries to, a deer tries to come mm. up on me in the street. Tony. Yeah. Tony became the recipient this week of a lot of knives. A lot of knives. Like a lot of knives, and then he was. Sharing some knives, but he still has a lot bar- of knives. I was the bartender at the bar giving knives out to all the customers. <laughs> Which, in hindsight, sounds pretty, sounds pretty bad. It's pretty awesome. Is this like uh, a Tupperware party? Or I, know, I was just I was in there. Is like, hey man, here's something that goes can go into your collection of like old, you know, outdoor shit, and just plunks down like a big old Gerber hunting knife on the bar. It's like, ooh, that's awesome, but super illegal, felonious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's a good idea. If I ever want to get, if I ever want to eighty-six somebody from the bar, just like, hey man, you want this knife? Yeah, sure. Oh fuck, he's got a knife. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> then, Call the cops. Then you just stab him, I guess. Or? Well, no, he's got the knife at that point. Why well, no? But, but that, that'll then be a parting you, gift. Then you just made him harder to kick out. <laughs> fuck. We're gonna drag him out. Now you just gave him a fucking knife. Yeah, you gotta have a naked knife fight in the urinal or something. Ugh. Ugh. Not in that urinal. <laughs> Not in that urinal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As urinals go, it's not the greatest. Well, it's a trench. Peeing on a shower wall. wall. Yeah. It's, it's an illegal urinal. They're not legal anymore that way. Well, I like but when it's grandfathered in because it's an old ass bar. I like when you're standing next to some idiot and they're having a fun time pissing on the tile, like right Splash about knee level. Over your legs. It's yeah. like, you understand that you're just spraying us all with your piss, you fucking troglodyte. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The other good one is like, I'll be in the bathroom and there, you know, we fill it up with ice because it's not, it's not plumbed, right? Yeah. And so, like, somebody would be like, why is all that ice in there? Like, because it flushes the toilet automatically. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought that's just where you kept the ice. I'm like, in this yeah, fucking we- gross-ass <laughs> bathroom? You think we just keep all the ice for drinks in this gross-ass fucking bathroom? Like, in a urinal. Let me freshen up your cocktail for you. Hold on, let me run in the pisser. Just for saying that, you get a special drink. Yeah, you, you say, ask, ask and you shall receive. I did have a guy come in because it's all tiled like a, like a shower. I had a guy wait in line, come up to me, and finally be like, I just want to let you know that your uh, shower made my feet smell funny, man. And then he left. What? He waited in line to tell me that. Oh, my God. Don't eat yellow snow. Why can't they just pee on the ice cubes? Like, that's what the. And then go go away. Boy, when you don't have those ice cubes, that weird. Why why does urea smell kind of like maple syrup on a hot day? It's, it's, like almost, it's almost good, but just has that little bit of cat box yeah. in the aftermath. Well, it's, it's all—it's a bunch of drunks peeing out all kinds of sugar because they're drinking. Uh, oh, so it's like fucking Kahlua-y piss yeah. and awesome for sure. That's how they used to t- test for diabetes. It just tastes yep. your blood. Mmm, mmm, mm. tastes like Hennessy. 
Anyway, what All do right. you know about Chief Joseph and the Nez Perce War? There isn't there a song about the Nez? Oh, Prince Nez. Never mind. Not what I'm thinking. What the fuck is a Prince Nez? It's a fucking song. Prince Nez. No, Prince Nez is a song by uh, the Prince. Uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers. No, it's a good song. It's one of their more mellow songs. I like it. Well, Nez, um, you know what the word Nez, like the derivation of the word Nez is? I don't think so. Nose in, in French. Ah. Well, it must be. And what do you suppose Pierce is? Pierce Nose? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, French called them that because when they asked them what their name was, they kind of pointed towards their nose. But I, my suggestion was that one of them just had a booger. Yeah. Yeah. Big thing is, it's like, uh, supposedly the, the the name Nez Pierce came from the French, who named them that because of their oh, pierced, you are reading too much into it because of their pierced noses that were pierced with abalone shells or something. Except for I've never seen a single fucking per- picture of a Nez Pierce with an actual pierced nose. There's Wait, a lot what, of photos of them. What what like what's their neighborhood? Where are they they're from? They're from Oregon States? and Idaho oh, and okay. Washington, so they, they but they weren't coastal. They were they were in the Wallowa. We'll get into oh, that. Like, but like east of the mountains. Yeah. Okay. So like they. I mean, really they still could have traded with coastal people, which sure. everybody did. Like yeah. you know, but but they they yeah. I'm just saying, abalone is kind of hard to get your hands on unless you're on the right side of the mountain. Well, I mean, but but like you know, some of the, the, the guys like the Salish and stuff like that, they would trade like that fish oil like all the way across to the Shoshone. The Shoshone would trade shit. They would send it buffalo right back. Meat They'd be like, and, disgusting. Get the shit the fuck out of here. No, they dug it. They just send them back with uh, buffalo meat and horses and shit and mm-hmm. and flint and shit it's you can't get. Click a tat trail over to the Yakima and yep. then up the river and then over the Lolo Trail. That's why, they had, the, Buffalo the country. why they had the Indian racetrack down there in uh, Giffrepincho oh, yeah. at the end of the line where you go get your new horses and you race them. Yep. Yep. Oh, also, so they're all racists, huh? Yep. yep. Racing Horse racists. racists. Uh, we have to thank Ben Hyman. Uh, I keep forgetting to do that. He signed up for our donor program. Which I didn't realize we had. We have a donor program? Well, he's the only one. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Ben. I, and then I keep forgetting to say that the jackalope ad that we keep putting in there for Andy's book is actually it's real. real oh, yeah, that's real. <laughs> that's yeah. a real-ass book. Yeah, nobody tried, to, get it. nobody tried to find any of the other stuff on here, but the, the jackalope book is legit. The rest of the stuff is fake. And it's actually a really fun book. It's especially got a lot of great the, illustrations that Andy did. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, especially the kitten's mittens is fake. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. And also... Uh, that was from one of our uh, outside contributors. Yeah. Pirate Charles TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a listener in Boardman, Oregon. He what? has like... For whatever reason, we have a lot of our listens come from Boardman, Oregon, which is just a tiny town on the Columbia, just south of Tri-Cities. Resistance is futile. You said Borgman? No, Boardman. Oh, Boardman. Oh, it's like surfing. Never surfing been town. there. How close is that to the, like the Dalles? It's probably, I don't know, Was it like, 40, 50. So like White Sam and Lyle area more? Or? No, this is more east. We should do a live show down there. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, you can't because all the power is being used up by the Bitcoin miners. That's where they set up all the fucking Bitcoin mining operations. Because nobody because electricity is cheap or what? Buildings are cheap. There's nobody lives down there anymore. It, like oh. you go to Lyle and it's half ghost towns, but they have all the huge electric bills because they got the servers running off mining Bitcoin. It's become a problem down there. Apparently, really? yeah. Maybe okay. that's who's listening to us. Is <laughs> I just, just a <laughs> sentient computer making. I love to hear about American history. Yep. Uh, we should do a show down there, and then like that. What's that movie? Now, uh, now you see me, and like while they think we're doing a show, a live show, but it's actually pre-recorded, which is you know stuffed shirts up there. Yeah. Instead of us, uh, we can like rob those uh, uh Bitcoin banks down there. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll just hold them up, and just get it all. Jesse, shake, Jesse all shake all those ones and zeros into a pillowcase. <laughs> yeah, dude, with a with a dollar sign on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the James Gang. Actually, could go back down there. I, I used to uh, turkey hunt down there in the springtime. It's p- pretty country, but it, man, it's yeah, not a lot going on since the since the timber dried up and the you got where the natives along there used to they build these really sketchy like high dive looking platforms where they just net. Salmon out of the river. It's mm-hmm. terrifying looking. So, like, if you fuck up, you're gonna fall like 20 feet into the rocks. It's like the flagpole sitter thing. <sighs> where you're like 20 feet up. Just it's on, just on like a, a cliff, pole? and then they build like a little dock going out from the oh, cliff I face. See. I got gotcha. you. 
But uh, you I was imagining like a like a twenty foot pole straight up, and you're standing on top of it, well, like uh, Ace Ventura two. Nah, your calls? not quite like that. Okay. But you'll sit here and like look at this thing, and then like some asshole in like a fucking uh, jet boat will come like powering past. So it's uh, you got a fishing platform that's probably been there for three hundred years, and like maintained by people, and then suddenly a jet boat like going up the river and the same thing, and they're all just there for salmon. And of course now they're all under water from the lakes and the dams and yeah yeah. And well, no, the one on the ones on the actual click attack aren't. Oh, on like we're right at Lyle. There's a bunch of them. Okay, cool. I gotta go to see that and then yeah. uh, Stonehenge and call it a day. Well, no one knows who they were or what they were doing. Go out to uh, um, fucking. There's a wildlife area out there. I can't remember which one it is. And then they got dead, just dead canyon. And then there's like sheep canyon. There's a bunch of shit. You go down in there and it's like Oregon white pine. You get mushrooms out of there, like uh, morel mushrooms and turkeys and all that shit down Sick. there. And yep. this has been Uncle Bo's Fishing Corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Indians that are not those particular Indians. But that was the uh, general area. Yeah. Pierce Nose and uh, Chief Joseph? Yeah, yep. Chief Joseph. So uh, I saw one of those pictures you sent. Is he like the is he the, the chief that they made all those cigar Indians after? No. At like smoke shops and shit? Uh, pretty close. Any, yeah. any uh, Indian with a pompadour yeah. would be uh, the dreamer yeah. religion and the nest yeah. purse. Like Joseph, he's real famous. Um because the name sounds familiar, I'm sure I yeah. was supposed to learn something about him. Well, here he is in, the, in in when he's a little bit older, hanging out with one of the guys we'll be talking about that he was combating with. But uh, let me find some more. Oh, here's the kind of the territory in the. In I the hope country. everybody sees this at home. Wow. Yeah, well, we'll, they're about to <laughs> check our we'll Instagram post page. Something like that. That guy. Oh like, yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah. I've seen him. Please continue with your comic sans. Okay, <laughs> so. Uh, the Nez Perce, and we can't stress that, uh, this enough, that they were always friendly to the honkies. Yes. Uh, probably the friendliest ever. Uh, they helped Lewis and Clark through the Rockies and eventually down the Columbia there. And uh, probably, at least uh, William Clark's son might have been along for this trip, <laughs> even though he was not <laughs> on the <laughs> not on the white side. Oh, I see. We'll put it that way. So, aside from the one little incident that sparked this whole thing, um, that was basically all peaceful and shit, uh, Joseph was never a military leader in any capacity, even on the flight out. Uh, His role before and after was lobbying all the hockeys to let him keep his land. And actually, there's two kind of separate bands, uh, the ones that were in the Walla Walla Valley. The what? uh, Oh, Walla Walla. Walla Walla. Wallowa. Got you. Okay. I thought you had a stroke for a second. Wallowa. Yeah, it always seems like a, a stroke, but. Uh, Put your wallet under his tongue. Then the uh, the north guys were kind of in Idaho in the Lapwai kind of salmon area, salmon river area. Of course, there's no salmon there anymore since no. they built all the dams. So yep. now it's just called the river. Oh, no. creek. Yep. Uh, so uh, it was a deathbed promise that he kept to his father to not sell his bones to the whiteies. Yep. Uh, so he never advocated war in any... Not even sell his bones? Yeah. He's like, Is that something they did? Please, son, don't sell my bones. I don't know that. Oh, we'll come to that at the end. Okay. <laughs> so on the Army side of things was another kind of unwilling participant, at least at first. Uh, General Oliver Otis Howard. We'll have to talk about him for a little bit, too. Oh, oh, for short. Like, oh, oh, oh shit. Uh of course, uh, they called him a bad arm because he did not have an arm. Oh, I missed that part. Because it was shot off. <laughs> um, Wouldn't that be better, like Ghost Arm? Ooh. Or Phantom Ooh. Limb. Phantom Limb. Yep. Yeah. Good band. Uh, so he was in charge of the reconstruction after the war. Uh, Howard University is named after him. Ooh. Uh, but when reconstruction kind of failed, he had to go to the Northwest. Okay. Um, 
So by early 1872, a road was being built into the Walla Valley. <laughs> then, <laughs> just underwater. Uh, so that made uh, Whitey come in droves. Um, well, then they also discovered gold briefly. Uh, that was actually uh, 1860. They uh, found uh, gold mostly in the Idaho side of things. Oh, okay. I don't know if they ever did up in, but it was just good pasture land. That's why everybody wanted it. But come winter, it was pretty fucked over because you're almost at 10,000 feet at certain yeah. points. So um, that was the Nez Perce's place to dig uh, camas roots and berries and, you know, uh, fatten up their horses and cows and stuff like that. Um, Joseph and his brother uh, Olicott, when they fell, uh, saw the valley filled with honkies, they were kind of dismayed, but they greeted him warmly. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, brother, how's it going? But get the fuck off our land. Yeah. <laughs> but you still get the secret handshake. Well, they'd also mm-hmm. sell, you know, uh, a lot was made of in my research, uh, like the Appaloosa's horses were the big thing with the, with the Nez Perce. They did a lot of selective breeding. Like stuff like you know, like they would actually just castrate all like the ungood like male horses and sell off all what they called bum mares to other people. So they had good trade in horses, even with white people. Uh, well, yeah, they were really rich too, because by the time the uh, the people on the Oregon Trail were getting to that part of the world, all their livestock was gone to shit. So they would trade them cheap to the Nez Perce, and they would fatten them up, and, yeah. and then you got a good herd. Though. Well, and Joseph and, like, Ulukot, didn't they, like, learn a bunch about, like, raising cattle from the mission they grew up near? There was, like, the dude at the mid, like, I don't know if it was the fucking monk or whatever at the mission that was, like... That I didn't get. It's the guy that ended up calling him Joseph, because he had a, he had a yeah. native name, too, but, like, apparently that guy was all into teaching the Nez Perce how to become good ranchers, too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him, but not his name. Yeah. Because I didn't write it down. Yeah. Yeah. Getting old's a bitch. Yep. Well, on that, he doesn't really play. He's in the formative years, but we got enough territory to cover literally and figuratively here. Mm-hmm. So. so a mountain man named Ederson Corden Smith was the one building the road. He claimed that the 1863 treaty as his basis to do so. Joseph reminded him that his band never signed that. Yep. And actually, Howard, I think, agreed with him. He's like, well, look, they didn't sign it, so they're not beholden to it. That is well, yeah. one of the only times you'll ever hear a white guy say that shit. At least at first. And then at least like, at first. Well, I still have to do my dumb job for some dumb reason. Work, work, work. <laughs> um, Smith did invite him to the 4th of July celebration in La Grande to meet uh, Congressman Slater and former Indian superintendent Meacham. From the Modoc War. Yep. Oh, yeah. Me, they had the 4th of now. July back then? Mm-hmm. We had a 4th of July since uh, July 4th, fucking 1776. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, they pretty much listened to him, but they didn't have the power to do anything. Uh, o. Howard had been in D.C. between 64 and 74, or 65 and 74. He was head of the Bureau of Refugees, Freedmen, and Abandoned Lands. Uh, that sounds was, like a great bureau. Mm-hmm. That was the new, <laughs> new agency making citizens out of the former slaves. Welcome Imagine to that. the abandoned land. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check this out. Celebrations of the 4th of July became more common as the years went on after the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Uh, and it was declared an actual holiday on July 4th, 1870. Well, yeah, we had to actually win the Revolutionary War before you got to celebrate it very much. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Shit. Trying to light fireworks, the fucking redcoats keep showing up. <laughs> Eating all our grilled burgers and yeah. shit. Hot dogs. And- the hot dog was invented July 4th, 1776. Yeah. <laughs> when As an eagle exploded out of a monster truck. <laughs> somebody cut off somebody's God. dick and threw it on the fire. Um, so Howard uh, commanded Sherman's right flank on his march to the sea. Um, he didn't start the war as a staunch abolitionist, but when one of the slaves come run across the lines and he couldn't really bear to send him back, um, he was from Maine, so he was also churchy's all fucked too. Um, so he helped found Howard University, which included black and white and men and women. It's oh, become like doctors and so lawyers and shit, so that was it's fucked. Like Berkeley back in the day. So this is another good example where History is. 
all black and white. There's many shades of gray and like 50 of them. Just like, yeah. that, just like that Bad Religion song. Yep. Shades of truth. Everything turns gray. That's not Bad Religion. That's Everything Asian turns gray. Oh, the gray race? Uh, what else? Yeah. We'll come up with more. Gray's Anatomy. Mm. <laughs> gray Poupon. <laughs> Earl Gray. Yeah. Uh, spent, gray Davis. So basically, from when he uh, started his Sasha job gray. in 65, is that a porn star? Yep. Okay, right. Uh, he had to defend himself against all these assholes. Uh, he, they were claiming corruption, but basically they're just white racists. Yeah. You're what, so wait. corrupt, you're not oppressing these people. You say mm-hmm. white racists? Yeah. They... Weird. Yeah. Usually <laughs> racists are white. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> so by 74, the bureau was dismantled and reconstruction was dead and uh, Democrats were taking over Congress. First time since before the war. Though he had strong ties to D.C., he was ready to get the fuck out and they were ready to get the fuck, uh, have him get the fuck out too. So they uh, exiled him to the outer reaches of the realm, which was Portland. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you want to just exile somebody, just send them to Portland. Yep. Dream of a night, 1890s is alive in Portland. Yeah. <laughs> just like... Uh, Putting a burn on his teapot. Uh, fucking Judge Dredd, man. Putting a burn on his... Like the, the Sly Stallone one. Oh. oh so they send his... They send his, the bo- his boss takes the hit, takes it for the team or whatever, and they send him into exile. In Portland, into the cannibal land of Portland, yeah. No, is that okay. the one where he fucks his own daughter? But it's in the future, so it's okay. What? Oh, it's what? Demolition Man. That's Demolition oh, yeah. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It's they're almost the same movie. Yeah, almost. So it was Howard's plan right after the war to give the slaves all the abandoned lands of the South, which included one million acres. Wow. But for four million freed slaves, that quarter acre apiece. Yeah. Oh, that is that the whole quarter acre and a mule yep. thing? Uh, President Johnson blocked this while Howard was back in Maine on vacation. <laughs> oh, wait, it was supposed to be 80 acres and a mule, right? Yeah. 40. 40. 40 acres and a mule. But that's for, you know, like white settlers probably. No, that was supposed to be with the for free, free slaves. slaves. Yeah. Really? But they never mm-hmm. got that. And that's why we talk about reparations yet to this day. Part, uh-huh. part of the reason why. Yeah, because they of, promised that shit. Yeah. Which, of course, you know, U.S. government real super great at upholding any of that but sure sure so now he had to hand it all back to the pardon rebels which kind of sickened him uh, howard was also nice enough to hire people that needed like second chances and help people out because he's basically ned flanders <laughs> <laughs> well, how did he do there rebels yep well circle cut my bacon look at all these yankee doodly dandies is there another vietnam going on hello neighborino to the north I sure like the cut of your gibberish. Cohen Doodly Say, would you like to puff on a reeferino? It's legal here. They warned me Satan would be attractive. Let's go. So he was a temperance man and a teetotaler, and he went around Portland trying to convert the drunks at the YMCA. Which is a weird thing. Yeah. But, you know, since everybody was fucking drunk back then, I... It's hard to convert. Yeah. Um, he also had a Chinese cook, Moi Ling. He actually treated him well, taught him to read and gave him a Bible, and later he became a preacher and shop owner, so... Wow. Yeah. So, Howard, his hobby was giving talks on the Battle of Gettysburg, though his soldiers called him, oh, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Getty means in Japanese? Yep. Diarrhea. <laughs> Uh-oh. Diarrhea. Gettysburg. <laughs> Welcome to Gettysburg. <laughs> Diarrhea Town. <laughs> this is funny that his name's Uh-oh Howard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had 3,000 of his troops die the first day, but he held his position at Cemetery Hill, no. <laughs> which is convenient. <laughs> well, if I'm going to die, at least they don't have to take me far. Yep. So he didn't really have any real victories until like Chattanooga and Atlanta in 1864, but... He's at least a good storyteller and a toast to Portland because there was no TV or anything yeah. like that, or strip clubs in Portland. And I think they they had been, a lot of them had been really uh, kind of like far away from any of the actual Civil War actual happenings. So they'd like hear about it and stuff and like, you know, 
I'm sure there was a bit of morbid curiosity going on. Like, oh, for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. You know. Yeah, no other way to get the, the news. Where'd your arm go? Yeah. <laughs> Just piles of arms and legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Howard in 1872 uh, goes down to Arizona and gets uh, coaches to go back to the reservation and stop murdering people. Even hey, though, if you could just please go back to the reservation and yep. stop murdering people. Uh, I guess. Yep. 1873 was the Modoc War. Yep. That was covered. before uh, Howard gets there, a year before he gets there. But the rest of the Northwest was peaceful and not much going on. Uh, 1855 to 58 was the Yakima War. Um but all these tribes have been settled on reservations since 1855. So, so that was an alliance of Yakima, Umatilla, Walla Walla, and Palouse, Spokane, and Coeur d'Alene doing that war. Also, 1847 was the Whitman Massacre and the Cayuse War after that. But there were still plenty of non-treaty Indians living off the reservations up in the Northwest, doing insidious things like having multiple wives and not <gasps> worshiping a Christian god. <laughs> Unforgivable. Mm-hmm. So, on a tour of his territory, uh, spring of 1875, Howard went to the Umatilla Reservation. Joseph met him. Uh, he was 100 miles uh, away. Uh, he was visiting a Cayuse chief there. So, he goes to see Howard, and but the meeting was brief. Joseph, Joseph was expecting word back from D.C. because that's all he ever heard. He's like, well, yeah, we'll yeah, ask. We'll, yeah, so, yeah. What's the deal now? <laughs> so anything You only back had to from do that DC? for like 50 years. Yeah, yeah. So uh anything back from your bosses uh regarding the uh us keeping our land? Uh, I hate to keep bothering you about this every 6 months mm-hmm. for the last 3 years, but yeah. Uh Joseph's real name was Heinmut Tulaket. Yeah, I'm sure that pronunciation was right on the fucking nose. Yep, or Thunder in the Mountains. Hey, yeah. that's easier to say. Yeah. His father was Tukekis, or Old Joseph. Uh, his brother was another important chief. He's actually uh, one of the war chiefs, Olicott. Uh By 1874, the neighboring valley of the Grand Ronde, Ronde, uh, oh, Grand Ronde. I don't. That's just uh, west of Olawa. Uh, okay. Uh, that was already I'm, ruined by honkies, so. I was going to say, I know I was driven by signs and saying that shit, but. Uh, so the Wallowa uh, was their summer home. Now now it's in my head. Now I can't pronounce it, even though I've been pronouncing it for the last 20 years. Uh, that was their perfect place for summer stuff and horses and cattle and protected from the stuff. wind. Do you want to do some summer stuff <laughs> yeah. or over-the-pants stuff? Yeah. Oh. And they could actually uh, get salmon there back in the day before yeah. all the dams. If you know what I mean. On the snake? Uh, yeah. Or uh, whatever uh, drains uh, the big lake up there. And the Wallawa. I don't know. Probably Sh- the wall. Snake. Yeah. Uh, so their range extended all the way into the Bitterroots in uh, Montana, 100 miles east. But uh, if you know anything about that territory, it's a lot of ups and downs. Yep. And that'll come into play pretty quick. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the cars back then really couldn't do hills very well. No, some of them could. Like a, it's you know, like a VW uh, bus or something. Yeah. Get yeah. you a... Fucking sturdy little mountain pony. <laughs> Good eating. Yep. Are you talking about the strip clubs in Portland again? Yes. <laughs> no, one of the strippers. Oh, now okay. coming to the stage, sturdy little mountain pony. <laughs> yep. Damn, look at them fast. Dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> Dog-faced bear. Yeah, fucking small-faced bear. <laughs> oh, short-faced bear. Yep. Shit-faced bear. <laughs> short-faced bear. Don't want no short-faced bear. I'm going to post a picture of a short-faced bear. Hunchback stripper. Wasn't there a song called Short Dick Man? They don't want no short dick man. It feels like something you very used to listen to. It sounds like some shit you would hear in a strip club, honestly. Yeah. Like, you've been hanging out there way too much. Don't want no short-faced bear. Every girl's crazy for a short dick man. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the Nez Perce uh, helped the army and uh, militia in the Yakima War of uh, the 1855 there. They didn't even get that pissed when the Oregon Volunteers killed uh, the Yakima Peace Emissary, P.O.P.O. P.O. Mox Mox. P.O.P.O. Mm, P.O. Mox Mox. Uh, they bashed him in the skull with a rifle. Oh, that's the Peace Emissary. <laughs> yep. So that 1855 treaty guaranteed them the Walla Walla Valley. Walla Walla. Walla Walla. Okay, now I got it right. Walla Walla. Just messing with my head, fuckers. <laughs> 
But there was also that 1863 treaty that the um, northern uh, band signed because it basically gave them, them la- their land yeah. out in Lapwai. If you sign this, we'll give you the land of the people that aren't signing anything. Yep. But you got to drive them off that land. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Dogs. Sometimes man's best friend can be man's best dinner. Yep. So, 1860, gold was discovered on the Clearwater River. Ah, oh, shit. So that kind of... <laughs> well, that's too bad. Yep. Everything goes <laughs> to shit then. <laughs> So, 1871, old Joseph was dying. His dying words was, never sell the bones of your mother and father. So I he, wasn't going to, Dad. Yeah. I think he was actually using that as reference, like, don't sell the land. Yeah. Not his literal mother and father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, the even their Indian agent agreed that the valley was much too high for settlement. And war would probably go down if, uh, you know, if they kept it up. Though in uh, 1873, they got to stay in land, land grants for a little bit. But once the Oregonians heard of that, they started bitching in all yeah. the papers and got it back open. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're making deals with Indians? What? No. Don't do not do You're that. letting them keep their own land? What the, what the fuck, fuck, fuck is wrong with you? No, we don't <laughs> let them keep it. Uh, the government actually sent out uh, some agents to, you know, give the, you know, try to buy out settlers and some actually took it because, you know, you get free money for shit that was never even Years in the first place. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, some of the settlers didn't leave then. So winter kind of comes and goes. So the Nez Perce goes, they go down to the bottom canyons and shit. And when they come back up, they find even more honkies there. Yep. And uh, now their herds are kind of mixing together and causing fights and stuff. Or they're just getting stolen flat out. Yep. One settler castrated ponies that were on his land. <laughs> I'm going to cut off some balls. With it. It's just what I'm into, man. Yeah. Don't fucking kink shame me. So when all this was happening, the Indian agent there called for the army from Walla Walla. Yeah, that one I can say. Yep. Um, that was one of the last commands given by uh, the dude before Howard. Uh, and so Joseph still is keeping calm and still trying to make his point and arguing just a different people. Just being a rational dude, basically. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, the last guy, uh, Captain Whipple. <laughs> Don't squeeze his shrimp. Yeah, Mr. Whipple. <laughs> Joe, Captain. He yep. worked his way up. Yep. Picked himself up by his bootstraps. Yeah, he was kind of impressed. Like, you know, they're like being cool and shit. And mm-hmm. the army kind of settled in right next to the Nez Perce, thinking they would have a nice quiet summer just hanging out and playing reindeer games and shit. <laughs> Uh, Whipple, in his report to H- Howard, said the ne- that the Nez Perce should get their own valley because it was too high for our farming, and Howard agreed and then sent that up to the chain of command to the Secretary of War. Of course, nobody gave a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Yep. So here comes two honkies by the name of Wells McNall and Alexander Findlay. They were out looking for uh, four missing horses. McNall was convinced that they were stolen, Findlay was a little more friendly with Joseph. Um, they found an empty camp with some deer hanging. So they, in a small party of Nez Perce were out hunting. So they started talking friendly, but McCall grabbed for a gun and, and, and a Nez Perce uh, wind blowing. They kind of struggled over a gun and a wind blowing was shot. Oh. So McNall and Findlay take off and Findlay got home and his horses were back there already. Oh, like they came back on their own? Yep. Oh, great. Yep, and McDonald notified the army of this, but, you know, they're not going to arrest them, obviously. No. So this, by that time, was July 1876, and what do you think happened uh, just like a week or two before? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know. Bet you Tony doesn't. 1876. The Great Diarrhea Panic of 1876? Yeah, that's maybe what Custer 
thought it was for about 20 minutes. Never seen so goddamn many Indians in all my life. Yeah. No, it's a Battle of Little Bighorn. It's ah. 1876. Yeah. Yep. Why is it Little Bighorn? I don't know. So why do they just it, say regular size horn? Well, the na- natives call it greasy grass. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was after that. Uh, <laughs> Brains everywhere. Because there's a big, there's a big Bighorn River and a little Bighorn River. It's mm-hmm. like there's a regular Missouri and a little Missouri. Like you were in the like the the well, one. Why you... is it horn and little horn? Why is it big horn? Because it's little big horn named after big horn sheep, not after just a horn. God, I hate the English language. Oh, you call this little horny. Missouri the fucking Yuhu the River? The Yuhu River. That's what it should have been called to begin with back yeah. in the 1700s when they had Yuhu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think isn't that just what you screamed when you're naked in it? Yuhu. I think it's. <laughs> Just like hey boys, the, the slurry that Tootsie Rolls are congealed out of eventually. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Howard sends uh, Major Henry Clay Wood. I always like that because everybody, uh, if you don't know, the uh, that was the mayor of the town, uh, Clay Henry, uh, in Texas, like uh, a few years ago. They kept electing a goat mayor. And, oh. And the goat would go around demanding uh, beer from people. What? He would head headbutt you if you didn't get a beer. It's the best taxes ever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> that's where the pour, pour one out for my homies. Started, I totally right? missed that one. I knew there was the one where like one of the city this commissioners like, was a Labrador or something. But this is back like in the 1980s or something. Okay. Well, this there's the one where. Yeah, I'm sure they elected goats to positions. Oh, back you know, in they have some. They have some. You know, they're little little eccentric uh, viewpoints, but you know, they they're eloquent speakers and you know progressive thinkers. So you know. Why not listen to what the goats have to say? (laughs) 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 Have you seen that cartoon? That's like a little comic strip. It's like, behold, the goat that screams like a man. It's like a goat. It's just like, I'm so goddamn tired all the time. (laughs) An old goat. Uh, so, uh, Chief Joseph and all the meet with him. Uh, Joseph told him he had to hold back his braves from attacking all this shit. Uh, he was kind of hoping to use that as leverage to get his valley back. Um, so, he, Joseph's... I see that movie, how Joseph got his valley back. Yep. Joseph uh, thought, you know, if the government had all this power to make all these treaties, but not enough to, like, stop 50 people from settling in one measly valley you know, all, <laughs> all the way in there, or actually arrest two people that murdered one of theirs? I don't know, I guess. Government totally sucks, you motherfucker. (laughs) So you're mistaking have the power with uh, give a shit. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could. Anyways, uh, see you next week. So Howard actually goes to D.C. in September and... uh, Press the Department of Interior to actually make a reservation for Joseph, but in Idaho, for Joseph, mm-hmm. table for Joseph, yes, uh, but not in uh, Walla Walla. But uh, you're going to have to correct me every time on that now. But uh, give him an actual generous settlement. So he kind of wanted to avoid a little big horn too. Uh, Howard was all for the Nez Perce's rights, except for their wandering nature. He wanted them to become farmers and all that and go to church. Yeah. Of course. So, meanwhile, McNall, the murderer, uh, wasn't even being considered punished by the county or the state. Uh, Joseph had dinner with uh, Findlay, the other guy, like three times trying to understand what the hell happened there. (laughs) It's like, we both grabbed for the gun at the same time. So the Nez Perce just wanted justice, not war. Uh, but the settlers were stockpiling weapons because you never know what's going to happen. Those Indians are scary. Mm-hmm. So by this time, both sides were kind of ready to throw down, uh, both hearing rumors that the other side would attack. Um, October, Howard gets a commission together with uh, Joseph and Olicott, but it was clear the government would only put them on a reservation and not live them let them live their Indian life anymore, you know. So there's no way Joseph could agree to that. Um, But, you know, the commissioner wanted to give them the best deal possible and not just kill them all like they did with the Sioux. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Very gracious of them. Yep. Am I not magnanimous? Uh, Magnanimous? Yes. (laughs) So by that time, it was understood that Joseph 
wouldn't be getting as a reservation in the, in at least in Oregon anyway. That would go to Idaho. Fucking South Jersey. Mm-hmm. So uh, winter kind of comes, so the Nez Perce have to go back down to the canyons and stuff. And um, there they receive the word they'd be re- relocated to the reservations at Lapwai, which is just right across the border from like uh, uh, Clarkston, that area. Highway like Clark Fork? No, no, that's like later. Hi- yeah, Highway 12-ish. In that area. Idaho. Idaho, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We talking fatty Idaho or panhandle Idaho? Uh, yeah, like, you know, midway up the shaft. <laughs> Hot. Yeah. So uh, so he kind of gave them their last uh, last chance. You know, this is their move, final move or, you know, the army wouldn't make you. Oh, is this the one where they told them you have a fucking month to get all your sh- thousands of herds of shit? Mm. Yep. And early spring, summer when the rivers are yeah. all swollen. Oh, yeah. This is the fun one. Like, oh, yeah. You, we're giving you a reservation. It's you, it's like fucking, 600 miles that, yeah, that way. And you got all your cattle and shit, and you got a month. If you're not on there in a month, we're going to take that as a sign of aggression, and we're going to come fuck you up like a train Man, wreck. I hate escort missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Howard even jails the one of the old chiefs, uh, two hool. Hul. Oh yeah, Tul Hul Tul Hul. That's such weird. Tul Hul is it? Tul Hul is it? Show him how that shit's spelled. It's crazy. Tul Hul is it? It's Tul. Let me turn around the comic sans here. Yeah. Uh, that one. Oh okay. Uh, Tul Oh yeah. It's what a wait wait T O O H O O L H O O Z O T E. It's like you want to buy a fucking vowel that's not an O. Two who two. Oh, fuck that. No. It's, it's like an owl rolling down the stairs. And then. <laughs> that's what uh, killed that one lady in that staircase. What, an owl? Documentary. An owl. Awesome. I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. But it's it's a Netflix. It's a thing. documentary about um, a staircase? All about killer owls. Yep. Got that one in Discovery Park. There's one under the under the porch of the Vic. Under the porch? Yeah. Came back. And it came it, back? Is it, it lives under there. What the fuck? How does it get in there? I fucking don't know. But it, it like, it's like icing those rats one by one. Oh, man. Cool. Yeah. Like, that thing is badass. Fuck yeah. Fucking owls. Well, I could just do your nature show just in, underneath the yeah. stairs. Well, the one day we were sitting there on the patio and that fucking thing just landed on the railing, like, you know, from, you know, here to the wall away from everyone. Yeah. Well, it's a lot easier than getting Charlie to go it's down like there feet. and stomp some rats. Yeah. Which is pretty cool stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tuhulazot. Yep. So just imagine carrying everything you ever owned up and down fucking the steepest canyons steepest around. Steepest canyons. Yep. yep. And while you're herding cattle mm-hmm. and horses. What a. Uh... What was the time? What was the time frame? They did they give them? They have a month. Give them like a month. Yeah. A, a month. A month to, to go a hundred miles east. Yeah. In the springtime. Woof. Yeah. With like babies and shit with you. Yeah. Over and with the, like you saying, all the snow is melting, so all the rivers yeah. are like super swole. Yeah. Yeah. Over like a ten thousand foot pass. And didn't they make it like a week and a half early or something? Like, uh, they they had to abandon a bunch of their shit, but yeah, they would have. But on June fifteenth, Joseph was out slaughtering some cattle. Uh, away from their camp on the Salmon River. Please, beeves. Beeves. Slaughtering them beeves. See, the way I understood it is he had gone back out. After they arrived, he went back out to slaughter cattle that they had to ditch. Okay. Uh, the, the last thing I read was like, they they all made it in, but they had to ditch some of the cattle. So a party of guys along with Joseph went out there to slaughter some of the, uh, pretty much the left behind cattle before anybody could snag them up. Yeah, you I know. think you're right. So I wrote down uh, on the Salmon River, and I think the Salmon... And the Clearwater are just right next to each other. So right. uh, I think they're giving them that reservation on the Clearwater, so that would make sense. Mm, Clearwater. Uh, but three young braves go uh, downriver to the white settlements. They steal some horses and kill some settlers. Yep. While the rest were packing up. Fucking impetuous youths. <laughs> That's kind of what fucks it up most of the time well, on yeah. either side. Well, I think the, the those three guys in particular, like, doesn't, I think one of them wanted to go kill, before, like, they knew they were leaving the area, so he wanted to go get revenge for the guy that killed his dad, like, years before. Yep. Ah. But they couldn't find that guy, so they just killed some randoms, you know, like. Fuck it. 
These guys will do. Yeah, yeah. those guys were actually guilty too. So yeah, yeah, yeah they made sure and found guys that were had done shitty things, but just wasn't the exact shitty guy. So the for. young Nes Purse who uh, wanted uh, revenge was called uh, Short Crossing. His father's murderer was Larry Ott. Oh, who is still living there unpunished? Yeah, I have relatives with that last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, so it was his uh, father who wanted him not to kill Larry. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't quite. Uh, so uh, Short Crossing uh, leaves in the middle of the night with some friends. The first cabin they come across of Richard Devine. They just keep they just <laughs> a male stripper yeah. extraordinaire. Yep. Dick, Dick Devine. <laughs> Let me guess. They, they just TP'd his house though, and like laid some flaming bag of poop. And nope. back, back then it means they built a TP around his house yeah, that yeah. he couldn't escape from. Uh, no, uh, what was what was fucking uh, the Pierre Devi- or the Dick Devine reminded me of uh, Pierre Delecto. What was that? Oh, that was that Romney's. Romney, yeah, Mitt Romney's like online fucking. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Handle. God, that Pio just. Delecto. Just sounds like a Mickey slipping <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Gross. I, I don't even know what a roofie is. I don't yeah, know yeah. what you're talking about. What was Anthony Weiner's fake name? That's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Carlos Danger. Probably just. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, I thought you were making a joke. That's right. I forgot his was Carlos Danger. So I, was just, I was like, I don't know, Cock Dickerson? Just Anthony Weiner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's too obvious. <laughs> Tony Wiener. Tony Cock. Uh, so Dick Devine was a man who sicked his dogs on Indians and shot and killed a brave named Wounded Leg, who probably couldn't run too fast yeah. if he had a wooden leg. <laughs> oh, my God. I was trying to imagine, like, the fucking newspaper headline for back in that day. It's like, Dick's, Dick Six Divine Dogs on... <laughs> nah, see, that wouldn't have even made the news. Yeah, You'd have to sick it on white people for that to yeah. actually be in the news. So the Nez Purse, they just opened the door and didn't even bother to wake him up before shooting him in the head? <laughs> I mean, if that's the way, if I'm going to get shot, I'd rather do it while I, I'm sleeping. Yes, but I mean, that's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so they uh, shoot him and go on to the next cabin. Without even like a Schwarzenegger catchphrase or anything. Like. I'm sure they said something. <laughs> Sleep that off. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Uh... So the next uh, honky, uh, he was uh, speaking out against jailing Ott. He was overheard to say he should not be prosecuted for killing a dog. Oh, Even wow. though he yeah. sicked his dogs on people and shot an yeah. Indian. Well, they're implying the Indian's the dog. Yep. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So yeah. it was uh, daylight now. Uh, the settler was out hurting his herd, as you do. Uh, they sneak up behind him and shoot him point blank. And then a son and a hired man came running out, and they were shot too. So, and then Shore Crossing and the others just kind of walked past uh, the settler's wife and children who were out by the river churning butter. They just kind of waved to him because the uh, roaring river covered up the gunshots. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> yep. And the next cabin was one of a shopkeeper who cheated and sold Indians whiskey and also shot a Nez Perce man. They shot him in both legs and left him for dead. Oh, <laughs> some uh, fucking... So, yeah. The next day, the settlers fought back, uh, cornering one Nez Perce and flying him full of bullets. And, and I'm sure it was a Nez Perce that didn't even know what the fuck had just happened. Yep. Like some dude that was like, oh, I'm up plowing my field. Hey, neighbor. What's going Oh, God, why? Why? <laughs> so when Joseph gets back to camp and hears about this, they're saying, eh, we should probably go. hightail it it's out of here. And go. they go south to Whitebird Canyon. Wait, what, so they were at their their reservation site at that point? They were just like one valley away, I think. Okay. Or most of them were. They were yeah. pretty darn close. Yeah. So Howard was back at the reservation at Lapwai to see to the relocation. He gets news the next day. Um, some of the reservation Indians came and told him about it. <laughs> Howard was shocked. He thought they were probably just revenge killings, which they were, and not total war, which it turned into. <laughs> <laughs> Howard still thought they were friends with Joseph. Uh, Howard had less than 100 men with him. Uh, two cavalry companies commanded by Ter- Perry and Trimble, who were veterans of the Modoc War. So he sent uh, for as many men as possible uh, up to Lewiston and Walla Walla. Well, apparently, I read somewhere they actually even got, uh, they had artillery shipped down from, like, fucking Alaska. 
well, possible for this, I mean, for this war specifically. Apparently, I mean, it's, frankly, it's probably easier throwing shit on a boat. That's true. And like, yeah. you know, then yeah. dragging it by horseback, you yeah. know. Yeah, uh, Howard's second in command, I have his name somewhere. He had to come down from Alaska, too, so maybe that's part of it. That must be great. <laughs> oh, you get to leave Alaska, where there's just not much going on, I guess, really. Yeah, that guy's an interesting guy. He later uh, is kind of a lawyer in Portland for many, many years, and he went to bat for some of his Japanese friends during World War Two okay. to get him out of the camps. Yeah. Oh wow. Now I see one on him. <laughs> yeah. That's where we get a lot of the the stories from that and uh Chief Joseph's nephew, Yellow Wolf. So he gives the command to Perry and hope the Nez Pierce would give up as soon as they saw an army coming. And not quite. Yeah. Yep. So late the next day Perry comes across the first of the settlers. They were on their way to the Mount Idaho mine, uh, where they would hole up, and but by that time they, you know, were convinced that the Indians had moved on. Yeah. Um, but uh, Perry wanted to catch them before they went over the mountains. Basically, it's yet another one of these things where, like, Perry's going to do exactly what Fetterman does, what everybody does. Like, ah, they're going to be scared of us, so we're going to be chasing Indians. They're not going to fight. We're going to be have them on the run. We're just going to hunt them down. I'm going to take these yeah. my little group of dudes and we're just going to ride through them like tissue paper. And we know what happens every time we have one of these young buck cavalry officers say shit like that. Mm -hmm. Learning curve gets steep really quick. Mm -hmm. So they were already tired by that time and they were just carrying rifles and ammos. Uh, but by first light, they're ready to attack. But they were up on the ridge and could not see the camp below down on the river. So it was a good four miles below to the very bottom of the canyon where the camp was. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't see shit. Uh, so the soldiers have to go down a steep grade, kind of two by two. And then they hear a coyote call. Yep. Which is, fucking white people. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. All right, how the West was fucked, listeners. Yep. Who's ready to go? Jackalope hunting. Uh, Jackalopes? Jackalopes, the legendary antlered hares of the American West. Hmm, I want to know more about these jackalopes. You're in luck. Now you too can learn everything there is to know about the jackalope with the new Field Guide to the North American Jackalope. Uh, it's a book? It's a field guide. Uh, it looks like a book. The Field Guide to the North American Jackalope is available on Amazon, Etsy, wherever else you might buy your breeches. Oh, uh, Walmart. Except Walmart. Get your copy now before heading out on your annual jackalope hunt. Oh, damn, I think I will. I love learning and I love science. So, when we left off last, it was 100 uh, so honkies up on the cliff. These, down. these are all kind of furner. These aren't like super veteran troops either. They're kind of like furners and greenhorns. And, ah, it's like the mm, Foreign Legion. Yeah. Yep. But first day. Yep. Uh, so, the Nespers know that they're coming. Because the little kids that were out herding horses, like, oh, look, they're, isn't that adorable? There's white people trying to be sneaky. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, okay. Yeah, just slowly coming down. So, they just kind of, like, went into town. It's like, hey, guy, there's just so you know, there's soldiers coming. Uh, some of the men got drunk the night before because they kind of pilfered it from wagons they attacked along the way. The the, the military guys? Uh, the Nespers. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. The military guys are just tired as yeah. down and fucked because they've been riding all night. Yeah. Um, so they want to put up a small force between the soldiers in the camp to allow the camp to escape. Uh, Joseph still thought peace was possible, and uh, he sent some warriors out to parlay. With a white flag. With a white flag and told the warriors not to shoot first. So he watches them ride over a little hill, and here's a gunshot, yeah, they and watch them run uh, back. Immediately get <laughs> shot at by the terrified-ass soldiers. Don't they know what a white flag means? Yeah, but they're scared shitless. They're brand-new soldiers, and they don't speak that great of English, some of them. And, and and the captain's like, fucking hold your fire, but they're not super disciplined. They're not super and good. with them are a bunch of volunteers that yeah, don't that, follow orders Which either. is even worse. It's like <laughs> just drunken fucking mule skinners and shit. Nice. 
So the advanced soldiers, they had a bugler. Bugler yep. gives out a toot and then immediately shot. From about 300 <laughs> yards away. So that effectively cut off their radio communications. Because as we've discussed in the past, there is yeah. no radio. Right. you got to have a bugler, to, like with Metzger, the, the guy that ended up beating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, the problem with him is he was apparently an okay bugler, but he didn't speak that good English, so he couldn't oh. get the commands through. Well, this uh. guy goes to like you know it's basically like saying like we all break her one night boom wait so so the bugler would be like kicking it with the whoever's like with in charge. The captain yeah and the captain would command. be like tell everybody to fucking rally and get yeah. back here well that's like, why char- charge literally ah, means fucking charge reveille wake the fuck up boots and saddles like that that's all signals that's you know it's all real communication i never put that together i yep. guess between like, that and flags and yeah. smoke were the kind of the big things before they could get the telegraph uh, kind of like yep just like that mm-hmm. <clears throat> they did have another bugler but he drops it on his flight yeah <laughs> whoops <laughs> okay get the fuck out of here yep so yeah, so things like- are going well so Perry uh, kind of sees the settlers and the military kind of coming back towards them, uh, just because everybody's fucking freaked out. Uh, the uh, Nez Perce are kind of surrounding them. Um, soon they would be surrounded, so they kind of beat ass back up the hill, which is not always the easiest thing to do. No. And kind of owing to the uh, geography of the canyon, there's kind of like lots of rocks and hills and dales to hide behind, so the warriors look like there are a lot more if you're popping up behind a rock there. Yeah. Oh, just like... Uh, like the MODOK. Yeah, well, I was going to say just like the uh, Three Amigos again. I'm Lucky Day. I'm that middle one. I'm Dusty Bottom. So together we're the Three Amigos. <laughs> like the Three Amigos also. Always yes. coming back. Yep. So by this time they were riding, uh, the army was riding 36 hours straight. Uh, <laughs> so they just freak out and go in every direction. The soldiers even took off their blue shirts, so their gray undershirts would blend in with the rocks. <laughs> Imagine that. And they kind of burrow into the brush for covers, too. I like uh, how nobody thought about fucking camouflage nope. until it's time to really need camouflage. Yeah. So yeah. fucking stupid. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Tonight on Fox... The animal, not the TV station. It's the world's wildest Old West police videos. These nefarious Nez Perce have led General Howard's army on an 1,100-mile chase up and down canyons and side streets of Stevensonville, Montana. They blow right through this intersection, almost hitting a defenseless mule. Now the Montana militia has put up a roadblock what will these naughty Nespers do now? They take a sharp left up the hillside and walk right past them. Now they're 40 miles away from Canada and freedom, but General Miles puts down some spike strips. Now Chief Joseph's horse gets a flat tire and runs into a fire hydrant. It's all over now for these criminals who only wanted to live their traditional ways. Think again. Now you'll be doing that in Leavenworth. So imagine all these tired-ass fat gringos trying to run back up the hill. Uh, One officer was so freaked out, he led seven men into a ravine and (laughs) died. Yeah. Well, they have that, like I said, we were talking when we were waiting for Tony to let us in. There was that one sergeant that they were actually pulled in a pretty good line, but then they noticed all the other pussies were like kind of leaving them to get cut off. And then they had to pull that retreat because they saw the volunteers leaving and shit. Like uh, uh, the captain knew where they were and he could see that he was trying to get people to link up with them. But instead of linking up with them, they collapsed because they tried to signal, hey, go that way. And they mistook the command for, oh, general retreat. Which is quite the opposite. Yeah. Ex- exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it kind of um, helps to know what you're doing. The only guys that are like laying there kicking ass are like, yeah, things are going well. And then like thinking their backup's going to come and we got this shit. And then you look and your backup's actually just hightailing it. 
Back so, up, back up. That can't be a good feeling. But then eventually that dude also ended he ended up winning a, a medal of honor for that shit. But like um basically he's like, Okay, we're gonna get left. Time to retreat. And he ended up getting his horse shot out from underneath him and just hitting the bushes for like a couple days and had to walk into town after all this shit was over. So it got pretty got pretty hairy, but yeah. Anyway. Yep, so that is 34 dead soldiers, about a third of uh, what they had with them. Yep. Yep. So uh, Howard finally gets uh, some troops there June 22nd from Lapwai, and he's on the trail now. It's my sister's birthday. Oh, well, there you go. Happy birthday. Well. Not right now. Oh, yeah. oh okay. That, that was my sister's birthday. Okay. Well, 1871. Yep, she's old. She's, she's really held wow. up to her. <laughs> So he takes uh, eight companies with him, two cavalry and one artillery, which is always the good thing to do. Is you have to uh, disassemble all that shit yeah. too, and then reassemble it. Well, that's why that shit worked good in Minnesota. Is they didn't have to drag it through all this train. It doesn't work so good in the West usually. Mm-hmm. So now they get there and they come upon the dead. Now they're ten days old, Gross. and they're kind of too decomposed and black and bloated to move. <laughs> So they had to bury the soldiers where they laid in rocky soil with their bayonets. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Just imagine it's 100 degrees, too, and, you know, just they could locate the bodies by the stink, not by yeah. actually seeing well, them. Well, I'm sure there was just birds and shit fucking everywhere. Yep. And then, of course, you got to cover the graves with heavy rocks of the coyotes. I had a friend that, like, had a paper route, and he got paid for how many, <clears throat> how many papers he, like, moved, right? Mm-hmm. And so he would just go, like... He would go, like, toss papers at houses till he got bored, and then we would just go throw the rest in a dumpster. <laughs> what the fuck? I was just thinking about, like, oh, yeah, we totally buried all those bodies. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Well, that's the other thing is the corpses Oh, we're are... just that. We're efficient. We're efficient. We did it all in, like, 25 minutes. The we're corpses good. were strung out over, what, about 10 miles? Like, because that's the other thing is when they started retreating, they expected the Indians not to chase them because normally what would happen is most groups of Indians would just go and pilfer the bodies and go and scalp and do all that shit. Oh, well, right. so well would... Joseph had told, and the other leaders had said, hey, we don't want to enrage Whitey any more than possible, right. so don't be scalping, don't be, like, looting, you know, they go pick up rifles and pistols and shit, but they weren't, like, desecrating bodies like we've had in the past. Because right. that used to eat up a lot of time, thus giving the Cav or, like, Kit Carson or whoever time to escape. Well, in this case, they basically grabbed a couple of rifles and got right Just on their ass and going. started chasing them. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh... So after a day of burying the dead, more soldiers show up. So now he has about 500, but uh, rumors kind of abounded, and uh, everybody was just kind of freaked out. Sentries would just shoot at anything in the night. (laughs) And rumors also said that this is all part of Joseph's evil scheme to pretend to go to the reservation and then attack him. But he wasn't at all a war war chief, chief. and (laughs) he was just kind of the... The face of the organization. So um, the next day, uh, they saw the Nez Perce far off on the other side of the Salmon River. They hurled a few insults and pot shots and left. Yep. <laughs> um, so from the ridge line, the Salmon River kind of looks like a little strand, but uh, when you get to the bottom, it's a couple of hundred yards wide and flowing like a banshee. The Nez Perce were smart enough crossing bull boats. But the soldiers spent a few days setting up ropes and waiting for boats all the way from Lewiston. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a ways. Yep. <laughs> and just imagine that the uh, the settlers and uh, the honkies don't know how to walk uphill or their horses like the Nez Perce do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is not a big deal. Um so it was uh, July 1st. Howard was ready to cross, but then it started to rain hard. And now they're dealing with a trail of mud uphill at a, like a 45 degree angle. Ooh, that's <laughs> so many horses and mules fall off the trail, never to be seen again with their food and stuff like that. <laughs> so the soldiers would kind of laugh at this, but, you know, it's probably funny to see a mule roll down the hill. But when it's containing all your flour, it's probably not that funny. Yeah. Once again, I've maintained that mules out of everything other than, you know, there's human suffering on a grand scale. But fucking mules had it goddamn right. Yeah. I'm going to drink all the blood out of your ears and then roll you down a hill, bayonet you some, motherfucker. Yeah. So after two days of walking uphill in the mud, uh, they when get to the... PETA invented? 
Not for, <laughs> Not for a while. Long time. Uh, after two days, they reached the top of the ridge. Uh, now they had to figure out which direction Joseph went. Uh, did he go down to the snake or back to the Wallawa? Nope. He went back down to the Salmon River. So basically just made a big circle. <laughs> so now it's actually kind of sleeting and snowing. Well, that's the one where they, that's an old tactic too, is you make sure the cavalry sees you like heading one way. So they're going to, oh, we'll go head you off. Well, then you just turn around where they can't see you. And then... March 22nd, 1980. That's when Peter was founded. Wow. Not a lot of army mules saved by that one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys really fucked that up, Peter. Yep. So now, uh, then it snows and then it gets hot again. So their clothes are creating like a sweat bath. Mm. Now they had to go across the river again. Yep. <laughs> so now they didn't get across the river till the ninth. So this is like almost two weeks of just trying to cross just the river. <laughs> just going back and forth. Jesus. The fucking skin is just rotting off. <laughs> well, I mean, that's happening anyway, because we've got to remember, right. don't, nobody bathes anyway. Yeah. So they're probably cleaner than they've been say, in years. Probably, probably bathe. The only time they get bathed <laughs> when they're forward in the river. It's mm-hmm. uh. my new band, Sweat Bath. <laughs> mm. mm. uh. All right, little bookaroos. We're going to wrap this one up and make it a two-parter. Oh, so let's go out in the hell, gunfire!